I have gained so many valuable lessons from my experiences. In writing Things I Wish I Knew, Letters to My Little Sisters is a collection of heartfelt conversations with young girls and young adults all over the world, helping them to be prepared for things ahead. Welcome to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, a Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie. Um, today it's Monday night at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, and I am so excited because it's time for um, my show and the podcast with one of my special guests is coming in to empower and encourage and uplift you and tell their story and share it with all of the listeners. I know you all come here every week. I see the numbers increasing where you want to hear what's going on in their life and what their purpose to do on this earth. And so I have the honor of interviewing my special guest, Jessica, on tonight. And so I'm going to read a little bit of her bio and then I'm going to invite her to come on in and share more with us. So Jessica is a Christian woman with an anointing to teach, to write, minister with a prophetic flow. Amen. Born and raised in Georgia, she used her passion to serve in her community work, ministry, and ministry. She is a resounding voice called to the nations and is pressing towards the mark on this journey into purpose. Now, I'm just so excited already. Come on in, Miss Jessica. How are you doing tonight? I am doing great. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited. I just love from the, you know, the beginning of your of your bio. Come on, Christian woman, come through. Amen. And you're here to, uh, you're anointed to teach, to write, and to minister with a prophetic flow. And so I'm excited about that because God has called us. We have a purpose for our lives and just you standing up in your yes. You know, thank you so much for coming on Inspirational Talks to share with all of the listeners just more about you and so i read a little bit of your bio but now i want you to just share with the listeners a little bit more about your career and um just about you okay well i am a wife of one man who will be married 16 years this november um excited um i have three daughters preteen and teen y'all pray for me pray for me um, <laughs> oh, I'm already praying. <laughs> exciting along this journey. They have been along this entire thing with me. So I started off in worship and arts ministry before I did any teaching um, when I was 16. And I've actually served for uh, this next year will be 20 years of ministry, which is crazy to say that now because it makes me sound oldish, but it's going to be all right. Um, <laughs> but um, definitely... It's been amazing um, serving and transitioning through. Um, I started there. I moved into children's church and then youth pastor. 
um, and then teaching adults to being um, shifted just this year into a global leadership teaching team um, that gave me the opportunity to teach um, virtually um, through a church platform. So that that was like nervous, but exciting all at the same time. So it's been a transition for sure, but I'm so excited for how God is shifting. Um, so we know during the pandemic, a lot of us was at home just trying to figure out what to do. And in that time, I had the opportunity to get closer with God and grow my relationships. And in doing that, um, our family actually started a, a garden for quarantine. And in that time working in the garden, the Lord was just bringing out revelation after revelation. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this cannot just be for me. He was like, you're right, so go live. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and this, right. this was all before the global teaching thing. I'm like, okay. He was like, no, for real, go live. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. So I kind of started doing that on uh, Instagram and uh, transferred it to YouTube. So that's all there. And it's just wisdom from the garden. Every time I was out there, the Lord was just talking through some scenario. And that kind of propelled me into um, teaching more online, um, regular Bible study for church, and then the global teaching team as well. Uh, so that's been an amazing flow right there. <laughs> Wow, I just want to say um, congratulations on your 16 years of marriage. Whoop, whoop. Come on, girl. Um, congratulations <laughs> to you. And also with your three girls, I have two boys. And so I know my boys are quite active. And I know, so I know you have three girls combing hair, you know, talking to girls, daughter, mother talks. And so we just keep you uplifted as you could to go and grow with them. Um, I love the fact that this has been a journey for you, you know, with the Lord. Like you said, you started off of youth pastoring and then now you're in the global aspect, but just, you know, your yes to God to just continue to move forward. And uh, now you're doing the wisdom from the garden, um, helping to touch other lives, you know, people who are out there who need what you have. And so, you know, I just want to say congratulations and, um, I just give you kudos, you know, for for your yes, you know, for doing it. When you said, you know, 20 something years, that's the same thing I say now for me, because um, when God called me, I was around 14 and I had a, you know, he just gave me a healing ministry and I've been writing books since then. But for me, I felt like I was already living the life of an evangelist. I was already, you know, whatever he asked me to do, I just said yes. And so when I say the same thing like you, I say like 20 something plus years, and people be looking like, well, you still like a little, you know, you're a young person. I was like, you know, it's just, I, I have been, you know, walking with the Lord. And so I understand you completely. And as you go and he transitions you and moves you through um, those people who need you. And what a wonderful, you know, uh, family togetherness project for you all to do. Um, you know, something like the, the garden and then for God to use it for his glory to help, you know, bring that revelation and insight to all of those who are out there who are hungry and thirsty for more of him and to learn more about him. And so that's just so, so amazing. Um, and I'm just grateful, just grateful, you know, now I'm going to go to your YouTube and so I'm, you're going to have another subscriber. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to be on there. Yes. So, Jessica, I want to ask you, because you said so much in that first part, but 
what inspires you to do what you do? Most of the time I talk to guests on here and they always have like a backstory to what inspires them to get in what they're in, uh, their profession, ministry. So I want to know, and, and the listeners want to know as they get to know, you know, my special guests each week, what inspires you to do what you do? Um, honestly, it all started um, as a kid, really. Um, I really gave my life to Christ when I was a teenager and the church that I was in as a teen, a young teen, just seeing the joy that people had in serving. And then also my mother, kudos, got to go out to mama because the best thing she made sure she gave us was Jesus and that understanding of that relationship that was necessary and that relationship and the wanting to be in a place where I can be used by God, that willingness. Mm -hmm. And then that that was a propeller right there. But then for people to get an understanding, my mom would constantly, it used to get on my nerves as a kid, but I get it now. <laughs> Say, in all that getting, get an understanding. Like it didn't matter if it was schoolwork, if it was cooking, she would say it all the time. And my life became based off of getting an understanding. And as a teacher in my job profession, um, that was the thing. I want people to understand because a lot of stuff that I didn't know as a Christian, like learning and the process, when I found out about stuff, I'm like, if I would have known that, I would have never did that. And I'm like, how many of us oh, don't know? And so we make mistakes because we just didn't know. And I'm like, I want people to know, like, let's, let's get this out here. Let's make it plain and clear. Like, so everybody has the opportunity to get an understanding because when you know better, then you have the option to make a better decision. But when you have no clue, it's like you're just wandering in the dark and if you bump into something, oop, that hurt. Now you know. Yeah. But if somebody can tell you like, hey, let me turn the light on for you so you can see what's here and get that understanding. So that really being understanding based to having um, one to have Jesus as the center. He's got to be there, but yes. definitely getting an understanding of his word, what he requires of us, but then all mm -hmm. of what he has in store for us when we get to that. Yes. Okay. I am fired up over here because we just want to give kudos to moms, all the moms out there who are instilling God in relationship and the importance of it. Because I know I'm one yeah. of those. I just want to Same. say right now, throw this in here. I had my children, um, I told them they were going to learn a verse. I want them to start to have the sword of the spirit in their mouth. And so I gave them an assignment um, for the week for a couple of days to so go ahead and find them a verse. I need them to know book, chapter, verse and to repeat it. And that's what we say in the morning time, you know, before we get up. But for the last seven, eight years of their life, I have been praying over them. And we've been, you know, I taught them their all father prayer when they were really, really young and um, just praying over them and then then interceding for them. And then also, you know, teach insight and, and you in part, you know, do that with your girls. And also just the beauty of you learning, um, learning that now um, and having that relationship. Like you said, Jesus has to be the center and I can totally agree with you on that. And I totally just like love it because I, I love, love Jesus, love God, Holy Spirit, just the whole Trinity yeah, and everything about my life. And I think that that's how it was for me when I was, when I was 14 and I find some, the Lord found some way for me to always put in my story. But my story is when I was 14, I attempted to commit suicide. And it's really because I was loving God and he was, you know, giving me so much revelation. I felt like I wore the belt of truth before I even knew about the full armor of God. I felt like I want, I always wanted to you know, have things right and, and whatever he asked me to do. 
And um, so I really was rejected. I was rejected because I was set apart. And, you know, back then I didn't know I was set apart. I just knew that there was another standard that God required of me. He may not, you know, and other people, I don't know if they heard it or not, but for me. And so it was very, very hard and different. But I started experiencing that at 14. And so that transitioned my whole life and I began my relationship with him and just knowing better and being able to move forward. And so, you know, being willing and having that understanding and not to say that everything was great and fine and all right, but he taught me how through our relationship. And that's what has kept me for the 20 something years of my life as I flow with him and I go with him, um, writing these books, this healing ministry of wanting people to know, like you said, I really, I never even thought of myself as a teacher, Jessica, a bit, but I felt like that too. Whenever people didn't have an understanding or the insight that I know that the Lord would want them to have from the word, I would find myself giving them that revelation of what he had taught me because, you know, going line up online and precept on precept and learning and reading. And when you know, like you said, you want to help someone else. And so I, I, I thank you for adding that, that to, you know, this platform, because for those of you out there listening, you know, as you begin to learn and to, and to grow and to do things differently, you know, we're not here to point fingers at this because no one's perfect but we learn as we go and reading the word of God and truly understanding what he requires of you and 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 when I started to do that because one more thing and I'm gonna move to the next thing because I love I just love you know talking to the guests yes um, great <laughs> when I, right listen when I learned because I, I wanted to know what God wanted and I did and I wanted yes. to unlearn what society was teaching me because and so that's for yes. me I, that's the reason why I started to like read and and, and 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 strengthen my relationship. And even when he was telling me to write these poems and I was learning that the Holy Spirit was downloading it to me and I had the pen of a ready writer, I wanted to learn how what he wanted and not just what I was told or not what yes. someone told me or even what they did. Because, because a part of me probably had never read the book chapter verse, but a part of me knew that some of the things weren't the weren't what God wanted and it wasn't the right. way that he wanted. So having that understanding and being willing and then walking into it and what is required was always something that I like. And I love that you that you talked about that. And so I'm so glad that that's a part of who you are and what you're you're advocating for people to know and have that relationship with Jesus and bringing them back to him. So for so sure. It's something you just shared with that um, about reading for yourself, because that was something that was big for me, because mm-hmm. like you say, we, we there are the traditions of men and all of the stuff and culture that we can get caught up on, even in the church. Yes. But that time to build your personal relationship and read the word for yourself. That's how you read the word for yourself. The Bible says it's yeah. not to one man's interpretation. So Yes, you can go to church and learn, but God has specific things he wants to show you personally. When you get in that word, he will reveal stuff to you and make so much clearness come, so much clarity come. So it won't be like condemnation. It will just be an understanding to where you don't feel like you get beat up by the word. It's more of that that warm embrace. Like when you fall and your mama's like, all right, let me help you up. Now I told you not to go that way, but let me help you up versus that kind of harshness with it so that own your own personal relationship and that 
that's that hunger. I could hear it in your voice, even when you were saying it. That yeah. that hunger to learn and want to know more of him. That that gives you that opening for him to just download and release it. So definitely, yeah. that's a major point. Yeah, that that is a major point, and I'm I'm so like I've always <laughs> wanted to know. And I jokingly said to my son last night as he was asking me for his Bible. And because I had, I have, they, they have some Bibles too, but I have probably about five or six, you know, different versions. And so I was like, yeah, I got a Bible somewhere over there you can, you can use because I love to just, you know what I'm saying, read it and then get that aha and maybe go to like passion and then come back to new living yes. and then get you a, a you know what I'm saying, and then go to King James Version is what I love. But, you know, the these and thou yeah. sometimes. I'd be like, let me just go over yeah, here to right here and see, <laughs> right? Yeah. See what you really was saying. But yes. I, I love it, and I love it, I love it. So, uh, Jessica, tell me about some of your um, highlights and achievements. And I always ask that because we know to God be the glory, and on this path that He gets For the sure. glory. But we know that He gives us gift, talents, and abilities that He wants to make sure that we're working and that we're giving them back to Him. And so. When I always talk about the um, highlights and achievements, I want you to share with the listeners just on your journey. Maybe some of them are out there on the, you know, on the same journey. You know, they may want to be in, in uplifted just by some of the things that you've accomplished and God has, has showed itself strong in your life. So could you share with us just a couple of highlights and um, achievements? Sure thing. Um, one of my first highlights, I think, was definitely um, after I had gotten into doing the Wisdom from the Garden Instagram Lives, um, God shifted me into doing something regularly monthly, um, which is the Saturday sit that we do on Facebook. And um, we started it as a closed group. So it was, you have to register, free registration, and it was just come in and we'll talk. And when God shifted that thing, and one day the entire system shut down, we had no option but to go live. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready for live on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook is a whole different thing from Instagram. I was mm -hmm. like, I don't know. And the Lord is like, out of the darkness into the light. I need people to hear these conversations. You can touch more lives. It's not about just y'all having a private conversation. We need people to be healed, delivered, and set free. And the real talk has got to go out. And going live in that moment, it was so nerve-wracking for me at the moment because I was like this is not what I do but the Lord was like but this is what I need you to do so definitely right. stepping out and and doing that that was something major because I would have never did it in, on my own I wouldn't have but just trusting that not in my ability but in what he called right. me to because I, I had a Moses moment I was like but I don't talk good and and I don't, I don't usually be in front of people and he's like um, who made your mouth? I don't need you to tell exactly. me what you can't do. Oh, you get you with that? Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness, does he ever. And definitely stepping out to do that has opened doors for a lot of other things and platforms. Um, uh, I would say my next biggest achievement was writing books because as a kid, writing was the struggle for real. Like I hated writing. I would... Mm -hmm have to do so many over and I did not feel confident in it and my first book I started 13 years before I ever even published it I Come picked on. it up set it down I picked it up I was like nah it's not good I'm gonna put it down no nah, somebody else could probably write it better and God was like I called you to do this and you're yeah. gonna do it <laughs> and when I stepped out and trusted him with it everything that was necessary 
lined up and he, he called me to support others that were doing what I was doing. And I was like, okay, so who do I go to? And he showed me people, go to this book signing, meet this person. And these people became the people that pushed me and were there praying with me like, you are not quitting because the enemy wins if you quit. God has given you something specific to do and we're going to stand with you and we're going to pray with you. And this thing is coming forth and definitely having um, God place these people in my life to do so. And that was 2020. That was the year of the pandemic to start. Um, And that first book came out. And since then I have written two more. So three books in a year, uh, about a year and a half, almost two years, the Lord has just really pushed and proved and shown himself mighty because when I tell you, I read back over these books and I'm like, who wrote this? This is good. Holy Spirit, But <laughs> it was the yes. It was the yielding and the yes because yeah. that yield to him, he came in and wrote everything that needed to be written and mm-hmm. added everything that needed. I didn't have to figure it out. But when we try to do it in our own strength, that's the time that yes. it gets scary and it gets it gets sketchy because we're like, I know me and me can't, but in all the areas that we're weak, that's where we get the chance to let him flex and make his strength perfect in the moment. So when we can't, because I had to really be like, Lord, I can't write. This is not what I do. I'm not good at it. It was like, all right, so all I need you to do is pick up the pen and Holy Spirit yes. come through and give you revelation and download. Oh and I'm telling y'all that step, the yes is what he's looking for because yes. he will direct everything else after that. He's just looking for that moment of obedience. So yeah. definitely those things right there for sure were some major um, milestones. And <laughs> I laugh because um, this year I turned 35 and for my birthday, I jumped out of a plane. So that's 10,500 feet in the air. <laughs> yes. Me and my son's going to do it. Do it, do it. It's so fun. Um, but my family now says, but you jumped out of plane. So like, I literally have no excuse. And everybody, like literally, you know, people say like, the sky's the limit. Um, well, I already did that. So I really don't have no excuse as to not do anything right. else that the Lord has called me to do. Because like, you was already up in the air. So air's done. Now what we need to do is everything else in between. So definitely yielding to the Lord in that. Oh my goodness. And thank you so much for sharing, you know, sharing that because just with you, you know, talking about the shifting when God shifts you from moving from one thing to another. And and I totally get it because it is that yielding to his voice. It's that yielding to when he asks you to go another way, although you were trying to do something else. And it's that obedience that's better than sacrifice. Um, yes. That, that, that makes it all the better because I want to tell you, you know, just as the Lord had to shift you from Instagram to, to Facebook uh, to do those lives. The same thing happened with this podcast in 2014. Wow. This is when I first actually started, you know, um, the podcast inspiration talks with Donna Marie. And I had done three of them and my sons were very, very young. And we lived in Georgia at the time too. I lived in Georgia for nine years and I just okay. really was like, okay, God, you know what? I, I did it. I started it, but okay. I, I can't at the moment. And so I kind of put it off and, you know, I was writing books. I've written a lot of books. And so that was the main focus for that. But I want to tell you, um, when I decided to start it back up, I think it was like last year or maybe the year before, I kept hearing him say podcast, like podcast. He was saying it podcast, podcast. And I was like, you know, trying to like not listen. I was like, but I got all this other stuff going on. 
Then I had a student who was one of my Fellowship of Christian Athletes students. She was so she worked so closely with me, and so God started download to her, and she was like. Uh, Miss LaDonna, I hear podcasts. She was like, I hear the Ooh. word podcast. And I said, that's for me. I said, he, he telling me that I need to go ahead and start back this podcast. So here we are. This is going to be episode 43. Um, wow, I'm yes. super, super excited. That Congratulations. The yes of my Thank, look, I'm almost to 50 <laughs> and I'm almost to 1,000. I think I'm like 20, 20 listeners short of 1,000 downloads. And so I'm so, so, so grateful for my yes to switch it up and to come back and have great people like you on, on here to share with everybody. And then switching to the books, like congratulations on your books. You. I know how that whole process can be. Um, I know how I can be writing and yielding and, you know, figuring, trying to see like, go, am I going to say it right? Is it going to be okay? And then you just saying, Lord, your will be done, not mine. Because that, that happened to me when I was young. Like after I attempted to commit suicide, the Lord told me that he was going to heal me. And the words that he gave me were going to help to heal others. And so in my room, 14 years old, with a pen and a pad, I just started to write as the Holy Ghost downloaded to me. But my story is similar to yours. I waited 12 years before I ever published my first book. So I started writing as a you know, high school student, but then I kept writing every year, every year, every year. And then it wasn't until 2010 that I got the go from the Lord to say, go ahead and step out. And, and I, I only thought, Jessica, I was going to write one book. I only thought I was going to write <laughs> one book. But here I am today. I have written, self-published 12 books of my own. And um, I've co-authored probably about 15 plus and have one more I'm co-authoring coming up. And so I know how you feel in that yielding yes, because every one of the books I tell people, I just let the Holy Ghost have his way. And like you said, when you yeah. go back and read it, you'll be like, God, yes, Lord, yes. Because <laughs> yes. I'll be like, you really did that through me because yes. I just said yes. And I was listening to hear and, and making sure that his message, and I always tell people when I go out to festivals, because they be so hyped up on the 12 books and, you know, writing all this stuff. And I said, I'm just a vessel for his use. Like I'm a yeah. vessel to get, you know, what he wants out in the world. And mine just so happened to be healing the scriptures in practical ways that he's helped, you know, us to evolve. And so right. once I've stayed in that lane, God has showed himself mighty. And so I'm so, you know, proud of you. Congratulations on your books thank and you. thank you for putting them out there. Thank you so much for people to, to be able to get. And I know, you know, always having people supporting you. And so for those who were supporting you and encouraging you, and God would often tell me to do the same thing, like go to, you know, different places and just encourage people. Because I remember right. one year, I think it was, we were in Houston at a festival and there wasn't too many people that were there. But the Lord had told me, he said, just go around and talk to all of the first time authors or the first time people being here at this type of scene and just, you know, encourage them and talk to them. And that's what I did. I was, my little bubbly self went from table to table and was like, hey, you know, and started talking to them and just giving, you know, the wisdom that I had gotten 
from over the years because we were all there in that place and it was called for that time because many of them felt discouraged because no one you know was really there was no people there and so many of them this was a new new experience and so I'm so glad that the Lord allowed people to step in to pour into you to push you to pray for you and to help you to birth those books that God has for you and so I'm so happy Jessica I'm excited you've got many more so I don't even have the option to like okay I'm done he's like no you're not yeah and that's that's what happened for me because like I said I didn't even think that I was I thought I was just doing this one book one and the moment I wrote that one is like that next that December that the book came out he started giving me titles and in in different things and so yeah. I just flowed you know, saying with him according to those titles. So we'll be looking for those books, okay? We'll be looking for them. I don't put it out there now, right? <laughs> That's right. You Accountability. Those things I'll take that it. Are not as if they are so. Come on, they finna come. That's they right. Come yes. Through. Yes. So I, I want to kind of switch it for a minute because here on Planet yeah. Positive Seasons, we plant positive seeds in the lives of others. We also want to help them if they're going through some things that they need to overcome. And I know many people may feel stuck and they may not have the answers and they may not know. And so I love for my special guests to always share with them a moment in your life when you had to overcome an obstacle and and how you work yourself through and how you overcame it so that they can, you know, maybe jot down some notes and, and see how can they apply it to their lives. So I know I've probably um, shared one that's probably different from this one I'm about to share, but this one is more re- more recent and very relevant um, to a lot of where many of us are in the faith and in our faith walk. Um, definitely that obedience factor. That mm. is harder than it sounds. Obedience is so, everybody like, obedience is better than sacrifice. You right, but it's not always easy to be obedient. Um, the Lord actually has had me uh, do a whole month on talking about obedience. And in that, I've had to learn myself to be obedient differently because we often hear oh, uh, delayed obedience is still disobedience. And that does not mean like you're trying to get the steps together and so you're waiting, but that means like we hear God in this clear instructions and we still kind of like wait, kind of like when your mom is like, wash the dishes now and then you mm-hmm. wait till after your show go off and after you finish what you were doing and then you go wash the dishes. That's the delayed obedience. And in the time that we're in, because we can see clearly how much life is a vapor, that the obedience is so important. And the Lord's been on me immediate obedience. When you yes. hear me speak and when you get my directions, I need you to move now. And in the obedience, the obedience is not for us to benefit. Yes, the willing and obedient eat the good of the land. But in our obedience, it opens the door for other people that are watching, for other people that are coming behind us, for other people that need to see the example or the model. Because we are, like you said, vessels being used. And so learning that immediate obedience, because I'm a planner for sure. And then yes. I need A, B, C, X. XYZ back up two, three times and the Lord's like, in this season, you're not getting no ABC. You're getting step, move now. And this, he's really had me on this get out the boat. That Peter walking on water moment. Like, yes. so, get, so get out the boat. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so where's my rap? No, get out the boat. <laughs> I just need you to get out the boat. So definitely that and learning um, for sure altered obedience because 
I will have the tendency to hear him speak. And like I said earlier, not relying on myself, I've gotten mm-hmm. used to what I can do because I am skilled and talented in so many areas. And I'm like, okay, God, well, I can just figure this out. And he'll give me something. And if I'm not comfortable, I can for sure two seconds find an alternative way to get it done. And even today, he has been so clear with like, I don't need altered obedience. I need you to hear me and do exactly what I said when I said it. So my faith can't be in what I'm able to do. My faith cannot rely on my level of comfort. My faith has to move to the place of knowing his character, knowing who he is, because regardless of what my abilities can do, he's still the all-powerful, all-knowing, always faithful, only wise God that knows the beginning from the ending because he's the author and finisher of our faith as it is. So he's like, I don't need you to know. And he, the Lord trash taught me, y'all. We close like that. (laughs) You be like, I don't need, I know the details even if you don't. And I'm like, you right, you right. <laughs> so I he's like, you. I don't, yeah, I heard you. He was like, I don't need you to know. And even in the moments where I'm frustrated and I'm like, God, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Why does this have to be like this? Why I got to be me? Why? And he's like, uh, first of all, are you done? And then right. it's not for you. It's for the people coming after mm-hmm. you. And if you've never had to endure, if you've never had to overcome, if you've never had a situation where you've had to trust me, regardless of what you can and cannot see, how are you going to help somebody else? And that's one of them. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so definitely learning to trust him. Um, and even so, he he's shown me like a cup. And, you know, we pour a drink. We pour it to where we're comfortable of the level of a drink yet. And God, in this time with us, he's pouring and he said, hold the, leave the vessel there because my pour is going to be an overflow. It's going to be beyond what you're comfortable with because what I'm doing is not only for your cup to be filled, but it is going to overflow into every area of your life and everybody connected to you. So leave the vessel there yeah. and let me pour. And in that pour, that that's where that obedience is. You got to stay in place. We have to stay humbled and as his servants and really be in a place to where we are attuning our voice to hear him. I don't always hear him audibly. Sometimes he'll show me something. Sometimes he'll send somebody else. But when we hear it, yeah. this time is so precious and so short. We don't know. It seems like we have years but who's to say, like, if we're if I'm only supposed to live till I'm 45, I'm 35 now. I ain't got all day to play games to get it right. done. Right. So he's like, you don't know the time that your limit is. Only I know the end. All I'm asking you to do is trust the fact of the integrity of who I am, even though it's hard, even though you can't see it, even Ooh. though it's uncharted waters, even though the waves getting real high and it's real dark out here. Right. Regardless of all of that. He reminds us, look, increase your faith. Mm. If you don't trust the situation, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that's the place where we can get into obedience. When we have that built-up strength relationship to know he's never failed and he never will. He's not going to leave us or forsake us. His, the righteous are never forsaken. Come he on. always causes us to triumph. So regardless of how hard it seems, in obedience, we endure hardness as a good soldier. Good soldiers don't leave their poles. It don't matter how hard it gets. Yeah. And even with yeah. us, the thing is, as hard as it may be, as tough as the storm may seem, 
This is the master of the seas. This is the one that says, peace be still, and everything got to shut down. Exactly. So just trusting in the integrity of who he is in the midst of the uncertainty is mm. always the best option. And I'm telling y'all, he's got me in a walk season that's like, there ain't no steps. The steps form when I start moving my feet. <laughs> so, so really that blind faith in obedience to really just trust. So be encouraged with the fact that even if you don't know the details, even if you can't see what's next, he already knows. And his plans and thoughts for you are for good, not evil. We hear it yeah. all the time. All things work together for our good. The Doesn't storms matter. work for our good, just like the rainbows work for our good. So just, just trusting in the integrity of who he is and build up that relationship and where you know without a shadow of a doubt that he has you. And that will help in that walk of the Oh, that was so good. Oh, goodness. That was so, so good. Just even from the beginning about the obedience factor. And like you said, how he talked to you. Girl, he do me the same way. <laughs> He'll tell me. I remember when I used to tell my kids that shut up was a curse word. You know, I was like, we don't really use that here. And I remember one time I was getting ready to walk into this meeting where I knew that I knew that I was right. And I got ready to step through the door and I heard the Lord say, shut up. And I said, oh, he really serious. Like, he really know. He's like, he really don't want me to go here and say anything. And so, yeah, it's been several times when he had to, like, talk to me like that. Because, like, he, you know, I know he's my Abba father, but he's my friend. He's a lover of my soul. Like, we have so, and he's like my, my homeboy. We have so many, like, our relationship. That's how I learned from him over the years. So when he, he talks to me, or when he shows me something, I know the severity of what what he means and, and if he's serious, like when he's serious, serious. Yes. And that, that <laughs> immediate obe obedience is so important because yeah, sometimes we will we will begin to like walk slow with it. You know, we have our faith, but like you said, increasing your faith because I've had to tell myself so many times before, I was like, well, wait a minute now. Now he did this, that, that, and that. And so you know he gonna help you with this. If this is a part of his will for your life, then he's gonna help you and 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 trust and, and go forth. And so increasing that faith and just walking on on the water and, and doing what he needs you to do, that is so important because we just have to know who he is. A good friend of mine, we were talking the other day and she was saying so many people um, you know, they, they, I guess she said they, they lower the limit of how they see him. And I was like, you know, but you have to always, I always come back and sometimes in myself, I was like, he was the one who made the donkeys talk. You know what I'm saying? Like he, yes. he did this, he did that. And I was like, you know, he's, he's omnipresent. And so you, when you get to think of like who he is and, and everything, you were like, okay, God, yeah, I'm going to line up and I'm going to do what you asked me to do. And so. You know, that the poor of, I just love the way that you said about the poor. Cause sometimes people be thinking, you know, like your glass gonna be half empty and you don't have enough, but God does want us to have an overflow. It's like an, an, an overflow. And you, once you get filled up, it's flowing over to every person that you meet out in the atmosphere and those that you come in contact with. And as you increase your faith, you know, they see us as living epistles, you know, read of men daily because they're watching our relationship that we have with him. And so that's so important um, for us, that obedience. And I love it because I'm 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 at a point in my life, and I said in this season, because I'm like you. I'm I'm a planner, 
I don't like organize it. I want all. I want yeah. it all in different steps. But then I have to tell Lord, get me out of my logic and put me into your supernatural. Ooh, yes. Your your supernatural flow because I be trying to analyze and figure it out, and He be just saying, just you just trust me. You just keep on going. And so in this yeah. season of my life, because you know how He'll show us the end of a thing. Because when yes. I was younger, when I was 14, he had already told me about going to nations. He gave me the whole Abraham story about you go to nations. And so here I am, a 14 year old. And all I said was, okay, okay, God. And it wasn't until 2014, I started, like he started downloading things to me about going to different places. And I started prophetically writing out, you know, like what I'm gonna do and, and more of the vision that he had for my life. And then it was just like, then as I began to win internationally, he started to take me internationally. And so I said, God, I see now the nations. I see now how, you know, me believing in you then is what is now manifesting now because of that faith and and trusting in you. And so I thank you for sharing, you know, all of what you said. It was so rich. It was so, so, so timely for us to understand, to move out of altered, you said alternate um, obedience and move into, yeah, altered obedience and move into immediate. And so that's, I wrote that down. I'm immediate obedience. I'm going to be making sure I meditate It's on my bathroom mirror. I see it every morning when I get up. Look, I got verses That's on I tell you to do today. coming down on the side. I got verses yeah. on the side of it. So look, and I got sticky notes with different things. So I'm going to add that Same. to it so that, you know, we, it can be in, in my eyesight because I just want to please God. I want I want my yes. ways to be pleasing in his sight. And I want that sweet smelling, you know, smell when he talk, when he thinks about me and his nostrils. And, and I want to make sure that whatever he's given me to do. And I know, you know, as with you and teaching and helping and empowering and, and all that you you do for the kingdom and, and for what God has asked you to do, you know, we want to make sure that we're pleasing to God. And, and I'm, I'm grateful for this conversation. And I know that the listeners are, are as well. So Jessica, I wanted to ask you, you know, what are some things that you do outside of business? Because we, we're doing this and we're, you know, we're doing our businesses and we, you know, we love the Lord. Yes, we love him. Um, but what are some other things that you do when you have some downtime, some me time, family time? What do you do for fun? I love to dance. That okay. is like my thing. I was the crazy weird teacher that would get up in front of the class or stand in a chair <laughs> and dance. That's me. I'm that person. I, I dance when I'm cooking. I dance when I'm cleaning. That That is just... It is that is a great part of, of a lot of what I do, um, which also takes me to like I love to skate, which is different for somebody my age. But I me love too. to go to skate ring. I love it. <laughs> Girl, me too. And listen, I'm 38, and my children are 11 and uh, 13, and they thought that they mama couldn't skate, and I said I was skating before I had y'all. Like me and my me and your TT used to skate back in the day, so y'all better leave me alone. So I'm glad right. I got a, a skater friend. Yes. <laughs> Go to Christmas skate night and get yes. down. I was skating the whole night, the whole three hours. But I yes. love to do that. But they, I kind of, I kind of dance when I skate to the music too. So they kind of break those two together. Um, outside of business, I really like to do a lot. I like to create. So mm-hmm. if there's anything that I can make or build, I'm, I love doing stuff like that. Um, yeah. I kind of got out of cooking. Okay. As a hobby, it used to be a hobby. 
kind of set that down a little bit. Um, but definitely just anything. <laughs> Look, my girls are 13, 12, and 15. The 13 and 12 year old will be 14 and 13 in the next two months. So okay. <laughs> they're they're all literally still they'll be 15, 14, 13 here um coming Ooh. up. But they can cook. So I don't yes. have to be the only person. <laughs> Come on. Yes. And I, just so I don't have say, to be the only one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't taught my boys. We do a couple dishes and stuff. So my my oldest son, he knows how to cook like three three courses for dinner and he, he knows yes. how to do breakfast. So he'll do breakfast and stuff in the morning time. And so I'm teaching my younger one how he at least got one dish up under his belt. So I know they're teaching how to do them. It. <laughs> right. When yes. they get older so they won't have to rely on, you know, you might have these three dishes that you can do good and well, but you're going to know how to cook for something. <laughs> That's right. You ain't going to be hungry. Um, right. Definitely. <laughs> um, Another hobby of mine is drawing. I love to draw. Um, I'm very. I learned from both my parents draw actually, my mom and my dad. Um, so that skill is run down the family line because my husband and I do it. So my girl. So we we have this love of art, all things art. I cannot paint, so don't don't look for it. Um, <laughs> um, definitely. Um, and helping people is a hobby of mine. Like. I really like if there's anything that I'm able to assist people with, I just like to do it. That gets me in trouble sometimes because I have stuff I'm supposed to be doing. But <laughs> I really me, I do. Um, if there's a way for me to help people, I do. Um, I just learned recently in the past two years, boundaries. So I still do that. I just keep it in a certain space. Um, occasionally, I like to do hair, but it's only when I feel like it. <laughs> okay. I'm good at it, um, but I don't I don't um, do it as a task, so don't look for me to do it. Um, <laughs> but I do. I can do it well. I just don't prefer to. Um, right. It's just for fun. That's one of those creative moment things I can create a do. It's it's fun, but definitely just doing stuff with my hands, creating whatever. whatever I can create is definitely one of my favorite things. So. Well, that's so good. Sounds like you have so many you know hobbies to be able to balance you know, work in ministry and um, just having, you know, time for yourself and having fun and enjoying what you do. Now, I can't draw a stick person at all, you know what I'm saying? So I just stick in the lane of, you know what I'm saying, skating and, um, you know, jazz. Sometimes, I, I mean, I like quiet times, listening yeah. to music, you know, just help, helping myself. It's like going outside and I'm a cloud person i tell people all that time Ooh, I just times in nature <laughs> mm -hmm. and so i walk out there and that just helps my whole just you know uh, mindset and everything and so i'm so glad that you have some things that can help you bridge the gap between business and and ministry and just have a balance of life um and that's so great well, you know, the conversation has been so great. I have loved having you as a, a special guest on Inspirational Talks. So we're here at the moment where any final thoughts that you want to share with them, um, you know, things that you may want them to know about that you have upcoming, um, you can list, um, you know, your, your links or, I mean, you can tell them about your website or anything that you have that they may want to get in contact with you with. I would love for you to share that and just any final thoughts of something that you can think of that you, you may not have discussed. Sure. Um, you can find most of my connections and information on jmcneillight.com. So it's J-M-C-N-E-I-L 
L-I-G-H-T.com. Um, that is from uh, Matthew chapter 5, 16. That let our light shine before men that they can see come our good on. works but glorify our Father in heaven. In heaven. Oh, come on. I let, my, I let my little light shine. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but then uh, you can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram under that same name, J. McNeil Light. So you can find me on all of those platforms. Um, Monday nights at 6, I am on Clubhouse for topic-based Christian conversation. Um, it's tea talk so it's a time of encouragement and affirmation to use as application through the word so we just get a topic we talk about it for the month at 6 p.m on clubhouse um that's available to you all and also the lord has pushed me out there in some new business ventures one is uh, a facebook group called kingdom collaboration um it is an opportunity for kingdom-minded people in business and in ministry just to come together and share it's so much better you see the acts too when the people come together in unity on one accord it's nothing yes. that can't be accomplished. So it's a group that uh, provides a safe place of community without competition. So we are all there. It doesn't matter if we're in the same area. We're helping each other, pushing the, the tips and the tricks that we've learned through our experiences to be able to help the next person have a hand up, but not a handout. So we ain't passing out money and stuff like that, but we are teaching strategies and maneuvers to use in business and ministry to assist. Um, so that is Kingdom Collaboration on Facebook. And then up and coming, you can look out, it's not out there yet. Um, the Empower Empire is for women. And it's kind of along those same lines, a group of women just to be able to build each other up um, in our life goals, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, where we come together, we share, there'll be seminars, um, courses, training, different people will come in and speaking and pouring into your lives so that whatever area of life that you're looking to grow and elevate there will be people in the community that are there to help you and again no competition i'm not about competition we're supposed to be our brother and sister's keepers and hey, right. the, Christ, the world will know christ by the love we show one another so we got to be in a position to be showing love and sharing whenever we can so those are things that i have uh coming up oh and my first book signing is next week i'm super excited um, because of covid i didn't have any book signings at all or anything like that mm -hmm. so um, next week, I will be having my first official book signing um, and here in the Augusta area where I live. So that information is all online. If you live in the area, come through. I would love to have your support. Um, so those are all of those things. One thing I would love to leave with you, um, I think it's really important um, in understanding times and seasons. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and what's in store for us from this point because right now it's evident that we are in a very different season of life for sure in the natural yes we're in the fall but if you're seeing what's going on in the earth there's a lot of things going on and the word tells us that the earth is moaning groaning and travailing waiting for the sons and daughters to manifest you're on here and you're listening come through the, the world is waiting because you got answers you got purpose you got people to influence it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or somebody right. that has a desk job a dad that has a, a nine to five it does not matter you have been purposed to impact people for the kingdom it's time to rise up in this time all you have to do is listen to the lord for directions he will surely speak yes. to you he is just waiting for you to come to him he said ask it will be given seek you will find him 
knock and the door will be open. Get to a place where you can hear him so he can give you directions to shift because your life has great purpose. And if you get nothing else from what we share with you to be inspired, we're provoking each other to good works. That's right. With your good works, whatever you have to offer. If you got the smile ministry, well, come on and let us see all your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) If you are good at assisting, whatever it is that you've been skilled with or gifted with, the Father gave it to you for a reason. Just listen to him for directions so you can be a blessing to the body and impact lives. Because one or two of us can't get it done. We got a whole earth to help. So he's looking for you too. Your life has value. You are purposed with great responsibility and with great grace because whatever he's giving you, he will give you the grace to get it done. Know that he is the all-sufficient one and he will make sure everything you stand in need of is handled. You just got to bring it to him so he can give you the instructions. So I will leave you all with that with some positive seeds and I trust that you all be blessed from there. Oh, thank you so much. That was so needed, so relevant and powerful, Jessica, because just as I was writing today, I was talking about that it's, it is time for the remnant. It is time for us to stand in our places and to do what God has called us to do. Um, there has been such a, a divide between wheats and tares. There's been a divide where we yeah. have to let our light shine and there's you know been a place where we just have to step into what we know to be true and most of the stuff that we that we that we're that we're we're doing it comes natural to us it comes natural and it's a gift it's the gift that God gave us to give to another person and so I just want to thank you again for coming on inspirational talks with us um and sharing all of what you've shared on tonight it has been rich and the Lord is so pleased and I am so excited that I got a chance to, you know, meet you and conversate with you and I will stay connected on our, our journeys moving forward. So thank you yes, so yes, much yes, and thank yes, you again. And congratulations on your book signing, on your upcoming book signing. Thank you. I, I appreciate your time. This has been so great. I loved it. Thank you for having me. Um, all of you guests listening, thank you all for listening to me talk because I can talk. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to share with you all and to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Inspirational Talks of Planting Positive Seeds podcast here on Mondays at 6.30 Central and um, Monday at 7.30 Eastern. And so this is LaDonna and I am signing off. Peace and blessings, everybody. Hey everybody, it's LaDonna Marie, internationally multi-award winning author, speaker, and personal development life coach of LaDonna Marie Books, where my mission is to discover the champion in you through healing and changing a narrative in your life, one book at a time. You can shop and find out more information at www.ladonnamarie.org and check out the shop page. This has been another purpose-packed episode of Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie of Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Please remember to like, share, and tell your friends about the podcast. 
Stay tuned for many more inspirational talks with LaDonna Marie.